following is a true story that needs to be told about a group of good old boys from the South finding their way through their unique spiritual journey in the 1980s. Petey and JJ, the main protagonist of these stories, are accompanied on their escapades by Gyro, a psychedelic engineer from California, and Sugar Bear, a civil rights activist and Vietnam protester. The group of young entrepreneurs made their way by utilizing their individual skill sets, coming together as a team to become the all-American pot smugglers, importing medicinal marijuana into the United States in order to help fund green technologies for the planet. Whether you're playing in the Super Bowl, or your band is opening up for Aerosmith, or you find yourself smuggling pot, two things remain constant. Number one, you've got to be able to rely on your team. And straying outside of your tried and true, reliable crew can get you into trouble. And two, being able to think on your feet when most would give in to panic is the only way to make it through unscathed. <laughs> Man, so true. <laughs> Way too true. <laughs> so true. That reminds me of this time a uh, golf course, what we call the golf course. Oh, that's right. That, that's a that's a funny one. That's this is a good one. You guys will like this one. Yeah, it was a uh, you know that was one of those where anything that can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> Murphy's law. <laughs> Murphy's law again. Thanks, Murphy. Uh, oh, Murphy. And then uh, the the fall down was. Uh, Oh, Goofy Ben. Yeah. He, he was a guy that loaded yeah. us out of Belize, and he was like, thought he was going to fly the plane and make all the dough. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and everything he did was uh, wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he was always uh, miscalculating every time we ever, ever did anything with him. Was, was it miscalculating or not calculating? Not calculating. Yeah, not calculating. <laughs> I mean, the plane he picked out was an, an old push-pull. Where yeah. you got a motor up top, one pushing and one pulling, very oh. vertical stable, but it's just yeah. a horrible airplane and eats gas. And oh, yeah. you know, he I think he paid like ten thousand dollars for it, and he said, "Oh, I'll, I'll I can make it." And <laughs> <laughs> did well, he, the, he did kind of make it. <laughs> yeah, technically, made it. <laughs> he technically made it. Made it. But made uh, it to a golf course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he made, made it to, to the strip where you guys were. <laughs> oh, made it, man. He almost made a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big but, hole. But uh, yeah, that was where old, uh, me and Bear, um, we this guy DJ. Uh, it was his load and him and uh, him and Bear. I mean, uh, uh, Ben. Oh, right, right. right. I set uh, that one out. I was I was down in Miami. Yeah, and you guys were telling y'all, y'all called me and started telling me the story. Yeah, and I'm like, oh <laughs> <Yeah>. my god, <laughs> this oh man, guy, he's a case. It was a no, yeah, it was story. I mean, it was one of those deals where, um, uh, you know, uh, DJ wanted us to to catch the load, what we call catch the load, mm-hmm. and that's where uh, you know we were basically the ground crew. Lining out the lights. And, uh, well, we weren't even supposed to have any lights Oh, that's there. right. It was supposed yeah. to come in the afternoon. It was a little, a tiny, short strip out by uh, Cedar Key, Florida, mm-hmm. a little place called Rosewood. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, we had landed, a, um, I, I think we had landed another pilot on that same strip. Oh, yeah. yeah we know, used before. It was a nice little strip. It was a right nice, beside the road, you know, we had to block the road off to so nobody came up on us. But that's that's par for the course. That's what we do sometimes. That's right. 
That's right. <laughs> no man. pun intended. That. Par for the course. Par for the course. <laughs> yeah, that was a road to no return. We did it there too. <laughs> one way in, one way out again. But uh, yeah, this was one where um, uh, it was a nice little strip. It had a little dump, garbage dump down at the end of it. So uh, we were hiding down there, kind of stashed down there, and me and uh, Bear, and we had fuel. And we were just going to unload, and then we we're going to just going to take the load. We we're going to re refuel the plane, and just take the load, man. It was only like a hundred yards mm. over there to the uh, where we we're going to stash it right, over across right. the, over across the road. And so we were sitting around there and uh, and um, having a good time and everything, you know, minding our own business. And and it started getting a little bit late in the afternoon, and a little bit later, a little bit later. So. Uh, Finally, we went over there to uh, the stash house, and there's where DJ was there, and um, and this old guy, and uh, and he uh, he had a real young wife, and uh, and his son was there, and they were all kind of involved in it somehow, and um, they were all getting a, getting a paycheck out of it. And, yeah, they'd uh, so already counted their chickens. They'd already counted. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the young guy. Yeah, he's already counted his chickens. He's already spent the money. Oh, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, and, but he'd been, he'd been, uh, you know, the plane's getting later and later, and he started drinking. He was been drinking, and he was drinking a little more and a little more, and we were hanging out there waiting, and we were trying to find out if, you know, back, that was back before cell phones, and so uh, the only way to find out anything is to get a phone call, right, on right. a landline, yeah, and so. Um, we were sitting there waiting and waiting and this guy, this young, the son kept getting drunker and drunker and drunker <laughs> and he started getting more and more and more belligerent and he started cussing and kicking stuff around there and just being really disrespectful to everybody and to his, his father. Yeah. And his father finally just said, you know, shut up, shut your mouth, sit down, shut up. And he's like, ah, oh, shut up, blah, blah, blah. And they're back and forth yelling, screaming at each other. And then all of a sudden, the son out of nowhere goes, yeah, and I've been sleeping with your wife, too. <laughs> and you're right there just didn't know what to say me and me and sugar bear are sitting there and we're like oh damn we'll take these beers to go <laughs> yeah and you know and what and the wife do the wife she just kind of rolls her eyes and she just kind of looks up she doesn't deny it <laughs> and the old man he's turning purple over there oh, man now he's right. red as a beat and yeah. he's really pissed now man terrible and, and uh, it's like, uh, and about that time, DJ uh, gets a phone call from his wife that uh, old Goofy Ben had called his wife and left a, a phone number down in Denellen, Florida, uh, at a payphone at a shopping center down there, and that's where that's where old Goofy Ben was. Oh no, <laughs> not where he was supposed to be. Oh, no. bow-legged Ben. No, <laughs> it's like. Danelle in Florida? What the hell is he doing down there? I wonder. <laughs> he missed the strip a little bit, just by just he by a little. He didn't make it. <laughs> so it's like okay. So so DJ gets on the phone, calls calls that a payphone number, and he talks to old goofy Ben, and and um, Ben has flown way off course, ran out of fuel. <laughs> And landed the plane on the golf course. Full of pot. <laughs> Full of a thousand pounds or around a thousand pounds of marijuana in the plane. 
And he oh, landed on the on the um, the uh, eighth hole on the fairway there, uh, oh. and taxied up to behind some guy's house, and uh, with the little bit of fuel he had left, yeah, closed the doggone door and ran. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Goodest place as any, right? Right. I mean, uh, there was just a, it was his last choice. It was he had to put it somewhere. Yeah, nice long fairway, you know, where you could land a plane. And so, uh, anyhow, uh, so DJ tells us, you know, he said, "Well, I just talked, you know, he just talked to Ben, and." Um, uh, ben had you know, what Ben had done, and, and so DJ said, "Well, uh, he said I was just wondering if we should go down there and, and pick Ben up." And I said, "Well, why don't Sugar Bear and I uh, go down take our take our truck down? We had a pickup truck with a, a little camper shell on it, or a, what do they call them things? A little uh, camper shells, yeah, on the back of it, and we had fuel." Because we were going to refuel it anyhow. And I had the fuel pumps with me. Yeah. 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 So we had, you know, uh, Bear had already built these fuel pumps uh, to pump the, the fuel into the plane. And so we took off down there, and we got down there to the shopping center, and there's old Big Ben standing there. and uh, Like a knot on a log. Yeah. Oh, goofy Ben. Yeah, standing there leaning up against a, a post. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So he's like, yeah, well, I got off course, and then uh, this is what happened. And uh, late coming in. And I said, well, I said, well, uh, Donnie, I, I said, DJ, I said, uh, why don't we, uh, why don't we go drive by there, and uh, just see what what the deal is. And so uh, we got into DJ's car, uh, me and Bear and uh, Ben and DJ, and we drove by there. And you could see the plane in the backyard. On the golf course. On the golf course. <laughs> and uh, and we drove by there and went way down there and turned around and drove back by. And we looked over the neighborhood, and there was, it was quiet. It didn't seem like there was anything unusual or out of place, you know. Except and, an airplane on a golf course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by then, though, it was like dusk. I mean, it was right at dark, and um, so we went back up to to the shopping center, and uh, and and I said to DJ, I said, "What do you think?" I said, do, "Should we go in there and try to get that load?" And he goes, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not going to. I'm I'm done. I'm not going in there and get that load. No." And so uh, me and Bear, we were talking about it, and we were like, "What do you think, Bear?" And I said, "Let's go for it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, let's go for it. And so we drove back down there, and we and we drove around two or three times around that Make neighborhood. Make sure nobody was watching the plane. Yeah, we, we, we scoped it out pretty good. And then when we said, well, let's do it. Let's see what happens. So uh, we pulled in the guy's driveway and uh, go up there and knock on the door and say, hey, y'all, hi there. We're uh, uh, from the this uh, flying club up in Gainesville, and our pilot had to land on your golf course and and that's our plane in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you were wondering where that came from. Yeah, he said he was like, "Yeah, I wonder where that plane came from." I said, "Yeah, he had a, we had a, he had some uh, engine troubles. Uh, we're not sure what's going on, but uh, this is our mechanic right yeah, here. We think he might have ran out of fuel, 
Yeah. And so I've brought some uh, 100 octane low lead av gas and uh, brought my fuel pump so we can pump up the wings and take right. it from there. Right. You know, and uh, I kind of like, you know, uh, told him, you know, that uh, Sugar Bear here, he's our club mechanic and uh, air, he's an airline aircraft mechanic. And and so uh, we're just going to take it. What do you mean by club? Well, we had a flying that we're in a flying club up in Gainesville. That oh, the, the, yeah, right, right. The plane that's, that's, what you, to that's what you explained to the man. Yeah, yeah, the gentleman. And yeah. we had, we did volunteer work, and we picked up some clothes for uh, the needy. I don't know if we were going to give them the goodwill or what. The, yeah, we were going to donate them to uh, the, 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 the the you know. He asked. He said, "Well, what's in the plane right. there?" And they were, and luckily the boxes they were that load was all boxes. boxes. Yeah, cardboard boxes. And so he said, what's in the plane? And, and we, were, we were like, well, that's a, yeah, we're, we're flying those clothes down to a, a, a charity down in Miami and um, some people who needed um, clothing down there in the islands. And uh, we were going to donate these clothes with our club, was donating clothes. And, and remember that uh, that stuff was stinky. You could, it was stank. Yeah. You know, you could smell it. Yeah, you could smell it. Yeah. And so it was like, he was like, oh, okay. I said, well, do you mind if we take a look at it? And he said, no, go ahead. And I said, do you mind if we pull our truck around there by the plane? And he goes, we got, I said, we got a bunch of tools and we'd hate to tote them down there. And it was a pretty good walk. I mean, I don't know, uh, we, maybe a hundred feet or more Yeah, down there from his house down there. And um, so we pulled down there. And uh, and we started kind of uh, bear started uh, playing around with his tools and stuff, and we're looking around and flying it. And and you had a big mag light, mag light. I did with the rechargeable batteries in it. And uh, the problem with that is you'd lose uh, the the batteries weren't very good. It was like a four D cell battery uh, pack. And yeah. You charged them up and you didn't get any time off of them. Uh, it before the flashlight would start going dead and. I, Right. When I figured that out, I switched to regular D-cell uh, alkaline, you know, Energizer bunny bag. But that that worked out really great for yeah. us because, uh, uh, you know, Bear's trying to, uh, I'm to look over my the plane and, and his, yeah. uh, his mag light is going dim on us. And so we're like, uh, uh, sir, would you, wouldn't you, damn, we don't really have another flashlight. Would you happen to have a flashlight? And he said, yeah, I got one. And so he goes, he goes, I'll go get it. And so when he went to get his flashlight, me and Bear, we unloaded about a third, third of that plane, plane. Yeah. into the, the truck. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then like, okay, here he's coming. All right, we close, we close the, the lid, the, the, the back gate of the, the truck. And uh, so he's Bear's up there looking around, and, and he's like, oh, well, I see the problem now. He said, uh, uh the the fuel line is clogged was clogged up and one of the 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 the, the, uh, the lines weren't because on a on a wing aircraft each wing has a tank a fuel tank and as they they uh, uh, use the fuel up each wing levels off the amount of fuel in it so that one side's not heavier than the other and and so he was telling the guy yeah that this one wing was used up all the fuel, and it's only in the fuel of one other wing, but it's not the the motor's not getting it. And I needed a, a thirty-two millimeter socket, and which I didn't have, but with a large crescent wrench, you could 
you could get the size for, you needed for that nut. Right. And right. So uh, he 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 had a so. Go ahead, Barry. Well, I asked the guy if he had a large crescent wrench, and he said, oh, yeah, I got one of those. Let me go get it for you. And so when he <laughs> left, we unloaded the, the other third of the boxes. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. We had the, the, the another third. So right. we, we had two-thirds now. Yeah, in the truck. In, in the, the truck shell. by the time he came back. And uh, so we're like, yeah, we're shooting the shit with him you know, and talking about all kinds of stuff and about our club and all about the plane and this and that. And really nice guy. I mean, very, very, I, you know, I really never knew whether he knew what we were doing or not. But well, did he ever ask about what the boxes were? Yeah, he did. He said, what's in the boxes? And we told him, you know, that there were clothes for uh, for needy people. <laughs> for, <laughs> and a lot of you these. You liar. A, I know it. And a lot of these guys, they didn't it. know what to, what to make of us, if we were going to shoot them or what. So <laughs> yeah. they would play along. <laughs> we right? didn't know if he was playing along or yeah. if he was just a really nice, nice guy. guy. <laughs> we just really never could tell. But you, you energized with him, and he liked you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he, we, he was a nice nice gentleman. So how did yeah. you get that last third out? That last third, man. Now, of course, this is way after dark, and, you know, it was hot, and, uh, you know, the mosquitoes were out and all that stuff. And and I said, man, I said, boy, I tell you what, it's, it's past my beer time. I sure wish I had a beer right now. And he goes, this guy goes, you want some beer? I said, yeah, I love a beer. And he goes, I'll yeah, go get some. It's beer 30. <laughs> like beer o'clock. Yeah. It's beer o'clock. So we, he went up to get the beer, man. While he's gone, me and Bear, we unload the last third into jump, the jump, truck. Jump. <laughs> he comes back with a six-pack, and we sit around there, and we drink a couple beers each. And, you know, just shooting shit and talking and carrying on and uh, talking about all kinds of stuff. I think he told us, you know, where, what he did, and he was retired, and and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. And we finally shook hands with him and took off and pulled out of there. And uh, to- oh, when I told him, I said, "Now this pilot, he'll be back tomorrow." Uh, right. uh, he still, I, he went up to the hotel, but uh, uh, if we, we didn't know if we were build fix the plane, but it looks like we got the plane fixed. Though he's going to come back tomorrow morning, and that's all right with you. And he'll just fly it right out of here. And he goes, oh, sure. go, No problem. No problem. So we went back up the, to the shopping center, and old DJ's still there, and the old Ben's still there. And he's like, did you guys get the load? And I'm like, uh, no, he said, did you get our load? I said, what do you mean, our load? <laughs> Uh, what's ours? You got something? To, you got a frog in your shirt? And he, and he's like, ah uh, ha ha, yeah. And he said, I said, yeah, we got the load. And I said, we're on our way on. We're out of here because you know, you know, we had like a thousand pounds in our truck, yeah. and we, you know, we're sitting ducks right then. And uh, so uh, we took it up to Stash House, and and it, there was a bad vibe on that whole thing. And me and Bear, we said, you know what? Let's just take our cut. And let the rest of it go because I don't want to deal with these people. You know, that's the thing about the all American pot smokers, man. We all had the good vibe. We all trusted each other and uh, we, we, we had washed each other's backs. Spiritual bond, too. We had a spiritual bond. And right. these we, guys we were, were they were, uh, they, did, they didn't have it. They didn't have that vibration. So they were just in it for the money. 
Yeah, and, and we then you could tell that they're already scheming on how to cut each other's throats and stuff. So mm. <clears throat> we just uh, took our cut and left, and uh, never saw any of them again. I met I met old Ben the next day up there, and uh -huh. I, I I wasn't there on the run, but I came on up to. You know, because you guys told me the story, and I yeah. came up and I met up with old Ben, and he said, "Yeah, he took, went right on in there, jumped in that plane, it fired right on off." So here I am, I got to fly a plane off a golf course <laughs> in the more <laughs> early in the morning. So I pull up uh, to this par three, and I look down there, and it's like a hundred and three yards out there, you know, and there's these four old geezers uh, about to tee off, and and they like look at me in this old airplane coming up to their uh, tee box. And they, they were like, oh, Rodney Dangerfield had the plaid um, pants <laughs> on and everything. They were like, what? <laughs> he said, well, can I play through? And <laughs> Do you like, mind if I play they, through? They couldn't believe it. So he, he didn't. You know, the next hole was a par five. And uh, he, he looked at that and he said, yeah, I, I, can, I can do this. So right. here he goes. He takes off boom, 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 right on down to par five, and there's these guys on the green on the par five, and they were putting. All of a sudden, they hear this rumble coming toward them. They look down at a damn airplane coming down the middle of the fairway, <laughs> and they, they jump in the sand traps, and he barely clips the pin as he goes out, and he waves at them and get out of here, <laughs> going back to the flying club. <laughs> That's a pretty wild adventure that we yeah. pulled off. Yeah, they pulled off. Oh, Ben. Y'all stay tuned now for more episodes from the All-American Pot Smugglers. Mm -hmm.